0: This is the place to play with the most powerful principles of manifestation in the quantum field on a daily basis. This is Sanctuary of She, soul, human, energy, and I'm your host, Katie Blair. We're a podcast, an app, and a community where women meet the version of themselves they came here to be and build the lives they came here to live. Welcome to this moment. Welcome to your sanctuary. Hello and welcome to Midyear Momentum. If you're listening to this in real time, we have just crossed the mid year mark in 2023, and I'm so excited to invite you into this mini series. In honor of this time. If this is your first time in the Sanctuary of She community, welcome. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to meet you. My name is Katie. I cannot wait to introduce you to the eight guest speakers that we have coming to you in this mini series over the next week. Before I introduce you to today's mentor, there's three quick things that I want to let you know about. The first one is that there is a video version of each of these podcast interviews available inside the community. So you're welcome to listen to these in your ears and if you want to pour a cup of tea or an iced coffee and get a blanket or go out by the pool and actually be with us face to face for these interviews that is available to you inside the community number two is there is a live workshop that's going to be paired with each of these interviews the interviews are meant to get the energy moving the thoughts going dreaming bigger thinking different really getting you into a different energetic space and then the live workshops we're going to be actually bringing them to life with grounded experiences teachings and tools and at the end of each of these interviews, we're going to kind of give you an insight into what each workshop is going to be about. And all of those are going to be live the second week of July inside of the sanctuary of she community. If you can make it live with us, amazing. If not, all the recordings will be there. And so you can access either the video versions of these podcasts and, or the live workshops inside the sanctuary of she community. If it's your first time in the community, you can use the code sanctuary to get a free month so that you can soak all this up for free and then you can stay and hang out if you wish. The link to get into the community is in the show notes of this episode. And the final and third thing is that we are doing a giveaway. If you're with us live in this for the first two weeks of July, whenever you come across an episode that you love or a moment in a workshop that you love, take a screenshot, Share it on your Instagram stories, tag Sanctuary of She and Katie underscore underscore Blair. Those will be in the show notes. And you can be entered to win a cash prize of $111. And then there's going to be a couple other things going that will all be going at the end of this. Every time you post, your name gets put into the draw. So without further ado, welcome to Mid Year Momentum. And here is today's speaker Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have the incredible I Show Love with us, and before we get started, I'm going to introduce you to her, if you don't already know her, with her bio. So, I Show Love is a visionary and intuitive soul guide, certified trauma-informed facilitator, and healer. Her purpose is to lead a soul-led existence that uplifts those who would consider themselves to be earth angels and highly sensitive persons alike by creating trauma-informed safe spaces and retreats that remind them of who they truly are, how to reconnect back home to their souls, and create their dream life by strengthening their relationship to God and their intuition. Aisha Love, welcome to the Sanctuary of She podcast.
1: Oh my goodness, Angel. It's such a blessing to be here with you, you vibrant beauty. And mm, mm, mm. thank you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction.
0: Yes. I am so excited to connect with you more through this podcast. We've known each other for a few years. We were yes. both guest speakers on a retreat, a virtual retreat a few years ago. Yes. And our paths have been weaving, but we're both holding down the energy out here in Hawaii. And mm. so yes, I just can't wait to like let's just Dive right in. Yes, so, please. <laughs> the first question I have for you, I show, is I think something so powerful about the mm. energy that you hold in what you're cultivating, especially in the social media spaces, is that you really anchor in this energy of heaven on earth, and mm. you show up for it consistently and so creatively and with such drive that just by being in your presence in the online space, it allows people to feel the energy of that. How did life lead you to a space where you've been able to cultivate such a deep connection with your own heaven on earth? What is the journey that brought you to right here?
1: Oh, such a beautiful question, sister. And you're already like about to bring me to tears because just like bringing it all in and thank you. Thank you. And Wow. I would say that just kind of what brought this term, right? Heaven on earth. What is heaven on earth? Just remembering that heaven never left this earth. And I have always identified myself to be a child of God. So my mom would tell me uh, many stories growing up. that I'd be like two and three years old and I would like walk around. I would pray over people. I would just like place my hands over people or like pick up sacred books like the Bible or the Quran. And I would just be like so eager to connect to God. And as I got older and I understood at a very young age that my mission and my purpose was to hold that template of helping God restore the kingdom of heaven and that's truly what I'm here to do I love the all the different I feel like so many of us we have all these, these different terms and these names that you know we, we're trying to like so deeply put ourselves into these niches right but we are so much more than that we are children of God and that's what I'm here to bring and I feel like on my journey and so um I'm an older sister of seven kids and I was raised mainly by a single black mother. And so it, it's it been a journey. It was definitely not like, you know, like, Oh my gosh, I remembered like heaven and all these things at like such a young age, it definitely took a lot of trauma. What really brought me to become wanting to become like a certified trauma facilitator and healer to be able to create safe spaces for people to be like, wow, like we've all been through some deep stuff, but there still is something on the other side of all these things that we are experiencing in our human journey like there still is heaven is here like god is still here god's still bringing us deeper into ourselves and our purposes and for me it was really being that eldest um sister for little ones and really just like my burning heart growing up i was just like god I really just like want to be the best like big sister that I could be and I felt like that's really where my journey began and my story began and what I'm like learning to even share more because that was like the identity that I've always carried as a big sister and um I think I feel like through that empathy of like seeing little ones and want, you know, especially I know that mothers can feel this other big, you know, uh, sisters, brothers, you know, we can feel that energy of like, wow, like wanting to just see someone so precious, just like grow up in a world so beautiful. And like that really connects us back to to that template of like, yeah, God created the Garden of Eden, Eden for us, heaven on earth. And. Yes, I could say so much more. That was a big question. I love
0: you for, for opening us up with that. And I love that that's where that answer took you because I didn't know this about you. And mm-hmm. I am also a big sister of four little sisters. Wow. So I connect with you so much on that. And my whole mm-hmm. journey of work started with creating mindfulness retreats for teenagers because wow. of that big sister energy with them. So I didn't know we shared that in common. And I, and I love that. Me too. Um, I see it all in your field. You have such a big heart, Katie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you say there was, was there a pivotal moment or shift in your life where you really realized that creating your heaven on earth was a possibility for you? Or Mm. was it kind of like what you said, where you always knew it existed? Wow. Beautiful
1: question. I feel like as a child and so many of us and like to the angels who are listening, because maybe you resonate with this as well as a child, I've always felt like God was leading me somewhere. God was leading me out of the trauma that I was experiencing so another piece about me I grew up in a domestic violence household so Mm -hmm. throughout all these different pieces uh, I experienced like a lot of different trauma uh, kind of growing up and like really um, you know mental trauma emotional trauma from experiencing all that with my beautiful mama who's like a survivor of domestic violence Mm -hmm. and so I always felt like God was pushing me and pulling me out of childhood like out of that and like just focus on like where I'm taking you. And so I could feel that that was a true destination and didn't know exactly how to get there. And then to fully answer your question, I feel like the pivotal transformation really happened in the mindset. And I I really want to talk about that because I feel like, you know, God pulls us through our souls. And so we always have to like, open up our souls and i'm i'm grateful for all my siblings and like you know just kind of always being an empath and earth angel because that's kept my heart open you know despite everything despite whatever darkness i've ever experienced or have ever been in um always kept my heart open And, but then through that heart opening, it was like this mindset that happened, like, okay, I have this feeling and I'm going to figure out how to get there. And so I'm always, I've always been very ambitious. I've always been very confident, um, just very clear and just like on purpose and on mission. I just know that's who I am as a leader and as like a soul guide, um, in my community. And I feel like through that is how the transformation happened, because my mindset was able to be um, kind of just utilized by God and the Holy Spirit to be like, okay, open up your mind and like, here are these pieces, what are you really um, uh wanting you know cuz your dreams are leading you to heaven on earth right so i i had to get very clear on my dreams i had to get very clear on my my purpose and for me that personally looked like you know having to like drop out of college and like take a like a, a few kind of like years to be like okay i'm in my spiritual healing process and i moved to the hawaiian islands and i did start my own business and like it was just like very powerful to be able to take up space and all that energy
0: wow so question for you when it comes to God, yes. because God, I feel like, especially in the spiritual space can be a triggering word for a lot of people. Yes. It's a very and triggering word for a lot yes, of people. Yes. What is your, what is your relation? Like, this is a huge question, but in simplest terms, what is your relationship with God? And what is that, what does that mean in your life to you? Yes. Oh, I'm so grateful that you asked this
1: question, sister. And so I actually do like a lot of this trauma healing in my containers because I get a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds. They're like, okay, I show, I feel so connected to God, but like I'm triggered for my religious trauma or the backgrounds. And for me personally, I have always seen God at the end of the day as my best friend. God is my best friend. God is love. That is who God is. And so in that understanding of God is my divine parent, God is someone I can trust. God, I I even if I'm still trying to figure out who God is myself, that is who I can trust. Beyond everything and everyone because I feel like so much of life is we're just trying to process what feels safe to me. Where, where can I actually like find myself? Where can I actually just like be held in and for me personally, that's with God and that's what my soul really feels. And so I, um, yeah, and I'm a Christian woman. And so I definitely, you know, I really resonate with father God so deeply. And, you know, and I also just like really see the divine feminine in God as well. And I, I just believe that God, God, you know, will show you who God is. Every, all of us have our own different relationships with God. But for me personally, God is love. God is the ultimate
0: parent. God is my best friend. Oh, I love that. I love that. What is your when you speak about an earth angel yes, in relationship to this, what exactly do you mean by that mm, beautiful, yes, yeah, so earth angels
1: are souls who incarnated here on this earth who who were seated from the angelic realm. And so I've always like believed myself to be an earth angel, but it wasn't until I started doing my deep like spiritual healing and transformation over the past six years where I understood, okay, my identity is I'm an earth angel here on this planet. And you'll notice that you're an earth angel when you are, you know, just, ext- you have this very ethereal energy about you. You have this ethereal kind of energy. You're very empathic. You're very open. You're sensitive. Uh, you probably like really care about people and and creatures. And you really have a, an, a purpose that's here to serve humanity or serve Serve the earth in some kind of way and you're here to basically see the higher realms here on this planet you're here to see the angelic realms here on the planet
0: okay so i love this analogy of earth angel of being someone who walks with this feeling just like how you spoke about feeling this purpose and feeling this guiding that god was leading you into your heaven on earth from such a young age because yes. i think that so i think that the vast majority feels that But there aren't the people in our lives that are really holding down the other side of that truth.
1: There you go. really standing
0: for that and being part of the light and saying, yes, this is happening and this to also happen. And that little voice, even amidst all the noise of this world and this wild society, it's the truth. Mm. And it's leading us to the truth. And it's okay to trust and it's okay to follow it. When you be with, when you kind of sit with what your life looks like now, what your life feels like now, for someone listening to this that is really ready to like, be like, okay, I want to lean into yes. this. voice, I want to lean into this feeling fully. I want to create this heaven on earth. But it feels like such a wild it feels so separate from where I'm at right now. Right, Yeah. What is your What are your thoughts and your feelings about that point right now as an adult, kind of mm. being with this energy of how yes. do you go about building that from where you're at right now?
1: Oh, beautiful sister. You got me amped right now. And this is why it's so important to do the soul transformation because we must remember that we are already living in heaven on earth. Heaven on earth is not... Um, You know, I feel like we only feel like we've made it into heaven when we see all of these different dreams and goals and visions of ours actually materialize, which, yes, that is a part of the journey that will happen if you're faithful, if you're intentional, if you're very clear with your your momentum with God, because God's using you to create all that. But you must remember that right now. You are a beautiful child of this earth, of heaven. And so right now your focus is to just love yourself. And that's how you can really create the vision. When you start to really find the heaven within your present moment reality and making those small things so beautiful, so worth it. And because that, that's what we're really here to do. You know, we're really here to be present with them. And then that will expand on the bigger picture and you'll gratitude is what expands us on on that, on that journey.
0: Yes. There's a quote that goes something like when you find, when you can find at least one thing a day to be in awe of what you become in awe of expands. Mm. And it's so true. And this is, this is when we bring in the work that you stand for and that you do alongside the work of sanctuary of she, which is all about tapping into manifestation in the quantum field and really like honing in that vision of heaven earth. It looks like bringing it into right now. And in this mindset work, we can get, I got, I know I got lost in it for a few years where I got so focused on where I was going that I was missing Mm. everything that was happening right now. And when we're placing our value and all of our desires into a future part of our timeline, then we're never going to get there because we have to be, we have to find it here. We have Mm. to find the beauty and the love and the gratitude and not just in a cliche way, like really silencing the noise enough to find The cup of coffee to be divine, to find the way the sunlight hits your partner's face or your dog's face, divine, the way the wind blows the petals of the flower, divine, and slowing down enough to be right here, right now. And through that, we begin to collapse time when it comes to the energetic work because we're allowing it in the now. The heaven Mm -hmm. on earth is in the now, happening right now. I want to bring in this lens of prayer Yeah. because prayer I know is something that you use heavily and it's newer to me. How do you utilize the art of prayer in your practice and in your presence?
1: Oh, this is such a beautiful question. And I'm so excited for us to weave this web together, because for me, prayer is such a powerful tool in manifestation. And it's like, I I feel like this is so amazing when we get to come together in our different gifts and really merge that. And, And so with my clients and in my sacred spaces, I utilize the modalities of prayer and meditation for us to be able to do this deep trauma healing work. And so prayer at the simplest form of it. It's a spiritual technology that connects you back home to the higher realms and back home to your creator. Um, And so it's the way that we're meant to connect with God, you know, and especially when we're like, man, I feel so all alone out here and I feel like lost and it all feels dark. What do I do? That's when, you know, you got to pray the most. And that's when, you know, you have to open up that connection. And the more that we pray, it actually becomes our every. Day living practice your life becomes an everyday prayer like everything you do becomes a prayer everything you speak like it's not just you know just you getting down on your knees and you putting your hands together and praying to god that's a way to do it and that's the way to start it up but then it starts to go through your heart and then it starts to amplify and expand through everything you do all the little the human things the mundane things you know the mundane things they're all full of prayer
0: Hmm. Something clicked when you said when the words turn into the energy coming through your heart, yes. you know, and I think this is why if we compare prayer to like an affirmation or a mantra, people have such a hard time getting behind those because it's like, well, yeah, but I don't feel it. I don't believe it. Exactly. So I can say it till the cows come home. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't, it's not doing anything. And it's because it's not going through the heart how do you like what does it look like when you do care yes. like how does how how does this how do you okay how do you allow that to go from the words that start coming out yes. into the heart
1: oh i love this this makes me so happy and you are so right what you said sister because like it's just that that configuration you know like understanding the process of it all and to me we bring it through the heart by remembering our innocence and our purity. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times it's almost like prayer feels like this thing. Like, Oh, I only pray when I go to church or I only pray if I really need to do something and I really need to, if there's no other options, I can only get myself to that level of yes. vulnerability. Yes. You know what I mean? And so we got to start coming to prayer in this aspect where our heart chakras feel innocent again pure again just to speak and Mm -hmm. and just to call in that intention and you know, just to bring that closer to us. And then we start to see that prayers work. When you put power behind prayer, it works. And that's like what we're missing in the spiritual community because you can't have the affirmations and you can't have all the different things without faith and like actually having your spirit flowing through the things that you're you're wanting. And that's that connection
0: to God. Mm. Where... uh... Yes. What is Mm -hmm, like the first thing that's coming to mind is for someone listening to this, that's in a very, very, very dark place. Yes. How do you, how do you tap into that when you don't even feel like you have the energy to, to like when you're completely numb, how do you begin to allow yourself to expand into that space?
1: oh yes I love this I just like see this vision where like may your prayer be your tears then if you can't get yourself to love let your prayer be your sadness and like let your prayer be your grief let your prayer be your rage and just like fall fall literally let yourself decompose you know go through the death cycle That's what we got to do in those, in those states. And just like sending out so much love to anyone who's listening, who's in a really dark space right now. You are not alone. We are all going through so much intensity at this time. And my prayer for you is that you just allow for yourself to just hold on and just to release and whatever you want your prayer to be in this moment is perfect. Take up Mm. space in that and you'll be able to elevate through that.
0: Mm, That was gorgeous. That was gorgeous. I show um okay so then we come to this place where we can integrate the words this is also making me feel into i just reread the four agreements by don miguel Ruiz. oh yes that's a good mm. one the very first agreement is be impeccable with your word because mm, hello, yeah. the word is the bridge between the inner and the outer worlds the word is what creates the word is the gift that humans have. It's it's the gift of consciousness that allow like every city, every invention, every technology, everything we see around us that isn't nature is only here because of the word. And we are literally speaking reality into existence every single day. And so it's like in the conversations when we're just speaking about ourselves, really holding the awareness of how that's coming through, imagining Mm. there's a wall right here. And the wall doesn't need to respond, you just need to hear how the words are coming out of your mouth, because that is what is creating the reality around you. And so using prayer as this technology to really allow space and time for the word is impeccable, mixed with the energy of the heart to literally be the tool to bridge the inner and the outer perfect
1: wow that just blew me away
0: oh my goodness yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah just like taking that time to be yes and to exactly into existence what we desire what is your i think there's a level of this conversation that comes into really learning how to communicate with our soul Mm -hmm. and really learning how to from the human interact with and communicate with the soul through prayer what does that what does that bring up when I say that what does it really look like to learn and to learn how to lean into communicating with the soul Mm.
1: wow You know, communicating with the soul is a very much so an inner child language. And so this is why it's so powerful that trauma healing is also inner child work. Right. And it's synonymous. And because you, (laughs) it almost makes me like want (laughs) to laugh because when we were born, you know, like you are the soul, like you literally are the soul. So it's not something that you like have to even figure out how to communicate with because it's you but this is what happens. The soul goes through trauma. How does that trauma happen? Usually through childhood, usually through childhood for most of us. And, you know, trauma doesn't always have to be this big, huge thing. Okay. Trauma stems from multiple different things. Um, It could be just as little as like, you know, you not feeling like safe enough to fully express yourself. Like that's a full on trauma, you know, and then it could be actually things that are like affecting your safety and your mental health and these different things. So the whole point of like being able to communicate with your soul is to really kind of come back into that energy of nurturing your inner child and loving your inner child, because naturally your soul will feel safe again, like the way you once did as a child to exist and to commune with you, with life, all the elements, everything, all, all of it.
0: Yeah. So it's almost as if we are, creating spaciousness where both the inner child and the inner visionary get to dance together love that and how does that wow I love that Katie how how does that what am I what am I wanting to to bring from that it's like Uh uh-huh
1: like how does that bridge yeah Mm mm-hmm how does that bridge? And, you know, and it could also be, um, you know, because it's like the inner visionary is also like your higher self, right? Your higher soul, like being connected to like that guardian spirit that you are. Because all mm-hmm. of us, we have the inner child, but then we also have like um you know, the higher self, the inner guardian within us that like knows exactly what we're doing here knows exactly what kind of mission we're here to step into and how to fulfill that so i feel like that bridge is is where because you can't ascend to the higher self to the higher soul being connected with the holy spirit if you're disconnected from your inner child like the inner Mm -hmm. child is the first gateway to that inner visionary yes hmm so that's how it bridges it's like you know and it's so funny because it's like we're always like why do we have to do all this inner child healing or like what's like I love my inner child but then we take it deeper and like wow like inner child I love you like wow I remember like those those movies that you loved growing up or those things that you love to do the hobbies and how you like to express yourself and all the different like languages the things you would say I mean the children are the ones who enter the kingdom of heaven Jesus said it mm-hmm. you know
0: Mm, I love that. I love that you continually bring us back to the truth that it's all already here. Amen. It all has been here. And it's such a breath of fresh air when we come face to face with the mirror of that truth. Mm. We spend so much, we're programmed to hustle, to grab, to go forward, Mm. to, you know, pioneer and, Just like the stillness and the peace and the lightness that we feel when Mm. we come back to that truth of heaven on earth already exists. It's all here. The presence is the gateway into it. Yes. So I want to bring in this, this kind of thread of really tapping into this version of ourselves, because ultimately this version of ourselves that leans into this work is the one that's leaning deeper into the inner visionary than the inner child. Yes. And holding them both together. But that whole that you mentioned in the beginning, that, that we're being guided towards that there is a heaven and we are worthy of it and deserving of it. And it gets to happen. If we lean into that, that whole is the inner visionary Mm
1: -hmm. and the
0: connection to source God Mm -hmm. the greater power and Mm -hmm. what how does one and like this is a big question in your opinion how does one begin to lean into trust in that when this world and the state that it's in right now can feel so overwhelming
1: Mm, wow yes yes And so the way I would answer this question, you know, just as a Christian woman, it's about like, you know, like Jesus said, like, follow me, which is basically like Jesus representing the light, okay, representing that source consciousness, like, follow the light, don't follow the world. So even when the world is so overwhelming, it's all at the same time an illusion and distractions to what is present, which is the inheritance of your birthright as a child of God, as a soul who is created by your creator. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough one because it can get to us a lot, you know, just the overwhelmingness. And especially if you're like me, I'm a very sensitive human. And so a lot of the times I have to like, shut the world out. I'm like, okay, world love you kind of got to go into my cocoon kind of got to like hold my inner child heart because this is so hard sometimes you know and I feel like that's really that inner child but then you know the inner visionary right we're talking about the one who who was already sent here with a vision like (laughs) the one who was sent here with a purpose to combat the overwhelmingness we got to hold on to that that's our light that's our fire like that's our excitement that's our freedom right there and and so that is how you kind of combat with the overwhelmingness you know you realize like okay like i'm not here to you know get my consciousness consumed in all all of that i'm here to you know i have a purpose to fix it you know i feel like for me personally like what really changed my life on my journey was like man there is so much that is happening in the world i am seeing so much pain so much suffering i feel so many hearts I'm going to do something about it. I don't know what I can do, but I'm going to do my best and I'm going to figure it out as I go. And I think that that is just all of our birthrights as a human. You're a part of the human race. You get to feel like you, you matter because you do and you get to really let that inner visionary lead you to the vision and you get to succeed in that vision. God wants you to succeed. Like everything in this universe is conspiring for you to succeed, but you've got to stay connected to that inner drive, that inner fire, that faith that conviction, you got to believe.
0: Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. That was amazing. Um, So in your, okay. So your own inner fire, your own inner conviction in relation to this, this work that you do with women, what are some of the top things that you see come up in your clients that, that Mm -hmm. allow them to experience breakthroughs? into the
1: other side of this amen you know it's so powerful it's the simplest form of truly loving a woman Mm. until she flourishes because women are created to flourish like Mm. we're created to to give birth to the most beautiful things the most sacred things but because women and you know i i'm very big on i'm actually about to um You know, host a sisterhood healing retreat here in the Hawaiian Islands, and uh, sisterhood healing the sisterhood wound has been very big for me in my line of work, and just like what that wound is. And for anyone who doesn't know what the sisterhood wound is, it is an ancient feminine wound where women have been programmed for. As I, I don't even know how long, but it's been a very long time to basically view each other as competition and to view each other as, you know, we can't trust each other. We can't love each other. So for me, as someone who is an empowered feminine, someone who loves seeing women shine so bright in their goddess power, because when you're in your power, I feel safe. I feel safe. So I love it. When a woman is embodied in that, you know, I was raised by a beautiful Black woman, a beautiful Black mother who I just, I cherish more than anything in this world. She always taught me to be confident and brave. And so for me, in my line of work, I, I've seen the way how my 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 confident loving. Not just my, you know, I feel like women really need us to be present and we need that. We, we need to actually like see them be like, it's okay for you to flourish, it's okay, take up space, mm. like expand, it's okay. And so, I feel like that's been the biggest transformation I've seen. And there's so many different little nuances that are along that, but just like simply loving a sister, loving a woman into her power is big
0: mm, this has been the theme in nearly every single interview of mm, wow. the other side of allowing yourself to take up space allowing yourself to claim your existence allowing yourself to be here now in all that you are and as women especially we are i mean and men too but we are we're raised in to fit in a box mm, Exactly. what does because you also really lay down the goddess priestess energy mm, in the social media space it. and in your embodiment and what was okay did that have a shift where have you always been like this where this inner conviction and goddess has been your embodiment or was there a shift where you were like I am claiming this it's done Mm, beautiful
1: question. You know, I, yeah, I, I've walked with very empowered women in my culture. And so my mother and my grandmother, my grandmother is a huge influence over my life. She's mm-hmm. been my rock since day one. That woman is one of the most powerful women I've ever met. Mm-hmm. She cracks me up. <laughs> and so I've always been around women who they love expressing themselves. And that's just kind of what's been natural to me. And so it's powerful because As I step into the space and I'm like, okay, this is my mission. This is my purpose. How many sisters come to me and they tell me how much of a fresh breath of air it is to be around a woman who allows for herself to express and gives that permission slip you know and so for me I feel like it was more of that shift of being like wow it's actually okay to be myself because you know the shadow side of an empowered woman is that there are a lot of energies that want to disempower you you Mm -hmm. know there's a lot of evil eye there's this is a real thing it's very much so real and I'm very aware of it and I feel like this is why we do the spiritual healing to protect ourselves and to know that no you get to shine bright and there are women who will love you there is a community that will love you and who will receive your medicine so deeply as you empower yourself to keep going and pushing through into that embodiment.
0: That's huge. And it's one of the Very beautiful things about social media is that up until the social media boom, when like we didn't have expanders or permission mm. slips to be activated by and be shown different ways. So your immediate community was kind of, that's what was possible. Exactly. And social media has allowed this level of expression that's been so healing, but then this rise of inspiration across all boards that gives permission slips to have be and do the wildest things that we never would have dreamt about or thought about. And so you are for sure one of those people in the online space. And I speak for everyone when I say, thank you for holding that down. And thank you for holding down just such an element of presence Mm -hmm. at the same time on there mixed with it, you know, just really, it's very special, the energy that you, that you create and hold on there.
1: Oh, thank you, my sister. Thank you so much for Holding your light your power your vision creating the sanctuary of she like it's a blessing to be in your presence
0: mm, ditto. my final question to you I want to kind of bring it into visionary being yes. a visionary yes and what what has this looked like for you on your journey of really allowing yourself to lean into the teachings of the visionary and the the healings of the visionary and creating, being, building from this place. Mm. Mm. The visionary is so
1: powerful because that archetype is tapped into a medium that most can't see and we're here to bring that medium and bring it back to the people. And so we can remind the people that, wow, there's a vision here. There's a higher purpose here. There's a higher plan here for not just your life and my life and their lives, but for all of our lives. And so that's been the most healing for me as a visionary soul guide to understand that embodiment and that purpose. Mm. And it's been so healing to allow for that vision to once again, you know, come back to that theme of taking up space, right? Like taking up space and just knowing that that vision that you are holding, you have no idea the world, that you mm. are here to create sometimes mm-hmm. like you can't even fathom it sometimes you can't even understand how many people are meant to be healed through you taking up space in that vision. How many different systems you're here to like bring through from heaven mm. to earth and dismantle, you know, systems that have brought us into programming and in statement the visionary holds all of that and really allows for that to uh, be translated in a way where the people can really understand and and catch the wave with it too.
0: Mm. I had to just receive that. <laughs> yes. I I have I have goosebumps. I, I mean, have goosebumps. It's so true. It's so true. It's I love this you're 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 landing so deeply the possibility and the potentiality of heaven on earth for everyone. Yet at yes. the same time, it doesn't, it's not just butterflies and rainbows. It is the actual conviction and drive and fire to be in your fullest expression. Yes. on the path of what you believe in most standing for the change that you wish to see in the world and literally walking through the fire and the experience of that is the heaven on earth it's not Ooh. just coming to this little place where you get to lay on a bed of pillows and look Ugh. at the stars it yeah. is like yeah. literally the state of being when you are in full alignment with why you're mm. here
1: Exactly. And yes, Katie, and I just want to share too. It's that experience of just letting yourself know that like, you're human, and it's okay to get messy. And it's okay to make mistakes like that is your birthright. And that's the process. And, you know, I think sometimes with things like social media, there's almost sometimes this overexposure when it comes to being, having that vision, having those goals and all these different things when you're growing. But for somebody who's listening, I just want you to know that it's safe for you to, again, the theme of taking up space, take up that space and knowing that like, yeah, it's okay if some days you feel wild and chaotic and it's messy and you're like, okay, like, I'm just going to have to like move through this so I can get to the vision. Like it's all part of your human journey and you're perfect. You're perfect through it all. Like there's no judging, no shaming the self, no, no self-criticizing. You're literally doing the best that you can as a human being on this planet.
0: Yeah. And the radical self-love, just like you were radical saying, self-love. when we love a woman enough, she opens and she flourishes. The radical self-love of being able to do that in the mirror. Like maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know where, I don't even know how to tap this. This is such a foreign energy and concept in my body and in my life. I don't even know how to tap into that. It Uh starts in the mirror. It starts in the everyday one-on-one because when we love ourselves enough, we begin to open. And then when we begin to become aware of how we love the people around us, we begin to open because how we show up for the world and treat the world is a direct reflection of what we're doing with ourselves and Mm. so to really make sure that our environments are filled with things that inspire us and catching ourselves when we're throwing judgments or projections or or shame or at ourselves or anything else because it's all just literal keys that are standing that are that are there in position for us to move through to get to the other side where there is peace Yes, they're not our blocks; they're our portals.
1: Mm.
0: Amen. <laughs> so, I show. What are we gonna do in our live workshop? We are gonna ground in this art of
1: prayer. Oh my gosh, this workshop is going to be so powerful. We're gonna ground in the art of prayer. We're gonna really understand what does it mean to pray with devotion and bring that into a simple way of being able to understand it, connect to it, and really bring that into our everyday lives. And I'm so excited to pray with all the sisters inside of Sanctuary of She and really just like cultivate this, this energy. For me, I believe that when women come together, when women pray together, things happen. Okay energy shifts okay manifestations come true yes it's for real and so I'm so excited
0: yes we're gonna come in so whether you're completely new to this or you've dabbled a bit or you've prayer is one of your daily practices we're gonna come in and Aisha's gonna walk us through really the art of this and we get to really throw out some prayers as a group together which is something that you are so anchored and beautiful in doing and I'm so excited for that so um there will be a link in the show notes of this episode to come join us live for that and I show above all just thank you thank you so much for being here and for this conversation and for holding down this truth as a light for so so many oh
1: I love you so much sister thank you so much It's my highest joy to be here with you Mm-hmm.
0: You can find IShow on Instagram at I am Isha Love and all of her links will be in the show notes of this episode and we'll see you in the live workshop Yes, yeah, see you soon mm-hmm.